0: talked about this a bit yesterday. This week, the federal government revealed some details of an aid package for Air Canada at this point, essentially to keep the airline flying as they deal with the realities of the pandemic and try and help get customers some of the refunds on travel that they had to cancel. It's a stopgap. It's a, stop a short term fix. Uh, and our next guest says, you know, just forget about all these assistant packages. Overhaul the whole damn system. That's what we need to do. Mike Arnott is an airline and aviation consultant and a former advisor to Canada's trade minister. And he joins us now. Mike, thanks so much for taking some time today. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Shay. Happy to be here. So in this piece that you did recently for the Globe and Mail, you outline, you know, some of the difficulties that we're facing as an aviation industry in this country. and And despite some of the things that we've always heard, It looks like government uh, is the biggest problem here and causes the biggest issues, drastically increasing their costs. So let's go through this a little bit. First of all, just the fees that airlines have to pay in Canada versus what they pay in other countries are a huge barrier to progress, right?
1: Oh, it's, 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 it's incredible. Ed Sims, the CEO of WestJet, calls these fees, quote, scandalous. And they truly are. For every $100 in airfare in Canada, there's $24 in fees. Mm-hmm. It's insane. You want to fly to Smithers, B.C. or to Saskatoon or to St. John's, you're looking at an additional 35 bucks on the ticket um, that you're paying. It's passed down right to the customer.
0: Yeah, and you know, and you see that right when you book an airline ticket, it says ninety nine bucks to fly here, and by the time you end up paying for the ticket, it's two hundred bucks. Uh, things have changed, but it is you know, in terms of being a barrier to competition, you know, we see all these other low cost airlines, you know, just south of the border, but they won't come here just because they can't continue to be a low cost airline
1: with all the fees. Well,
0: that's exactly right. If you
1: take a look at the model in uh, the United States and Europe. Um, so in the United States, the fees that get added on for airport improvement are capped at $4.50 mm-hmm. per leg, um, whereas in Canada, they're just off the charts. So that means that a Southwest Airlines isn't going to fly from, you know, Calgary to Phoenix. Uh, they're not going to go Vancouver to Hawaii, all those routes that we would love for, you know as as Canadians we'd love for them to do yeah. because the the government is just taking a huge bite out of out of uh, the potential revenue that they get. You do have some signs of positivity like flair. Uh, the new airline, uh, a relatively new airline, they've got brand new planes coming on board and they're flying from destinations like Kelowna and Edmonton. And they're a super positive development for the industry. Um, those guys come from a model of in Europe where there's much less government intervention in the market. Um, if you can believe it, it's Europe and you would think there'd be a lot more, but no, Canada's just falling behind. Wow. Another thing that you mentioned in the piece that I'd never even
0: thought of and I didn't even know this was a, an actual thing. Rent on airports. Ottawa charges rent on the airports and r- really does nothing with the money, but th- they make a lot of money off, you know, the airports and that's why we're paying a lot of these fees.
1: Well, that's it. I mean, it's a cash cow for, for, uh, for the Fed. So, uh, you know, up to 12% of, of revenue, uh, for the airport itself is going towards rent and it punishes, it really punishes success. And they've, there's been some moves by the federal government to reduce the rent at the airports, but they really got to do more at smaller airports like, you know, Regina and Saskatoon and Kelowna, they should just eliminate those rents completely. And at the larger ones, Calgary, Toronto, Vancouver, you know, cut passenger tra- cut cut those rents until passenger traffic comes back to the good times, which was 2019. And just bureaucracy itself, right? I mean, that's always an issue whenever
0: you have a national agency involved like this. Transport Canada costs a whole lot of money just to operate.
1: Yeah, you know, um, and and as someone who has worked in Ottawa, I've I've uh, and worked in government. I, I I understand that there's a certain amount of infrastructure that's needed. Um, I do think that Transport Canada is a touch bloated, and and there's so many you know redundant and high cost jobs that are in Ottawa. And and if you compare that to the United States Department of Transportation and the, and the FAA, Canada's you know it's just it's 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 too much money and, and uh if the airlines and the airports you know have had to lay off thousands of employees, jobs that aren't probably coming back, um, uh Transport Canada should uh, you know, take take a bitter bitter pill as well.
0: You know, when when you talk about, you know, the cost of air travel in Canada and we know it's higher than I mean, we we've all heard stories of, you know, flying in Europe for You know, uh, pennies, it seems, compared to what we pay in Canada. And the same thing in the United States. You know, you can fly to Mexico for a whole lot cheaper than you can fly to Toronto in most cases. Um, But, you know, in terms of competition, is that our biggest barrier? We just don't have it? Are we too focused on the two big guys?
1: Well, there is good competition, uh, but you've got airlines like WestJet, which look these days a little bit more like Air Canada than they used to. You've got Porter, you've got Sunwing, you've got Air Transat, and of course, Flair, so there's some real positive developments that are um, that are uh, on offer. An airline like Flair is interesting because it's immediately going to enter the market uh, or enter a market, let's say Ottawa to Kelowna, which they just announced. And WestJet is likely to retaliate. But what retaliate means for the consumer is that they're going to have a much lower fare than they would ordinarily have. So uh, this summer, you know, and into the fall and as things come back, you can expect that there will be more competition, certainly out west, and as a result, lower airfares, and the Canadian consumer is going to benefit from that.
0: When we talk about things coming back in the fall, do we do a good enough job in terms of serving um, a traveling passenger? If you think about what happens in some other locations in terms of value added, right? I mean, once you get to the airport, that's just the start. It's sort of like we get to an airport in Canada, and and, and that's where it ends. You're on your own from there. Um, we don't really time anything to it. Can we do a better job in that area?
1: Well, Canada's got some fantastic airports and ports, you know, to, for, for, the, for, for access to the world. Think about Vancouver, just a beautiful terminal, Pearson Airport. Compare those to all of the other airports that are out there, you know, Newark Airport in New York. I mean, Canada's doing a great job on, on, uh, on beautiful, uh, spacious, yes. great-looking airports, at the same time, there's creativity and entrepreneurialism that needs to happen. So, for example, when you go through an airport, to the extent anybody actually remembers doing that, there's a duty-free when you pass through security. Sure, yeah. But, yeah, well, in most, uh, in some countries, they have the duty-free on your d- On your exit from the airport. So when you're coming back from France or wherever you're coming from, you have an opportunity to hit the duty-free before you get your luggage. And so you can buy Canadian wine or, or, you know, Canadian spirits on the way out, Ah. which, like, that just flips the model, and it requires a little bit of entrepreneurial spirit from both Ottawa and the airports, and I think they'd like to make it happen. Certainly the airports would.
0: That makes perfect sense yeah i mean and then you know that money is you know supporting local business and
1: staying in here instead of spending the money before you leave yep exactly and no one really does duty free right on the way out no when you're flying to france but <laughs> when you're coming back why not pick up a uh, you know a bottle of uh, you've you've already brought your french wine back pick yeah. up some uh, you know great uh, canadian rye
0: great idea yeah interesting and uh You know, they're poised for good things, and hopefully things turn around very quickly in that industry. But I appreciate your time this morning, Mike. Thank you very much. Thanks, Shay. Anytime. Yeah, you bet. That's Mike Arnott, who is an aviation and airline industry consultant, uh, a former advisor to Canada's trade minister, talking about how we can do things better.